Out From Work Podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. So welcome back to the Waking Up From Work Podcast. I don't have a really cool way of saying that tonight. You're listening to episode 51 right now, and today is a little bit of a curveball for me. Uh, I have no Ryan tonight. He's working his last Thursday night shift at his day job. Also, a guest had some complications and could not make it, and I didn't want to be that guy pressuring people to be on the podcast literally within minutes and ruin their night with some other you know, guests that are, are kind of queued up here. So I figured I'd just go for it. We're actually going to do a double session this week and I should be going live tomorrow night as well. So this one's going to be kind of short and sweet and just something that's on my mind that I wanted to get out to you guys, maybe 20, 30 minutes of me blabbing. And tonight I really wanted to, to kind of build off of last episode. So last episode was our 50th episode. And once again, if you didn't hear me, thank you guys so much for everyone that stuck around, everyone who's listening now to it. You mean the world to me. So 51 right now, you know, looking at the last episode, Ryan and I were going to do kind of like a hurrah episode and look back on everything. But right now, the world is so crazy and shook up that we just have a lot of things that are on our mind that we're seeing in our community. We're seeing from friends and family we felt like we couldn't really take even a second to look back right now on anything. We really need to just be living, breathing the present and looking to the future right now based off of what we're, what we're guessing at. So tonight I wanted to build off the last episode. Ryan and I took a moment to just talk about how things started going down because now we're really starting to see some of these effects of COVID in the U.S., So last episode, if you didn't tune in, maybe go back and grab that, but you don't need it for tonight. We talked about two different things, really. And one is, you know, once you're in isolation like that, once you get hit with that, you know, how is that affecting creatives right now? How is that affecting industries in creatives and the pros and cons? Because there are people who are, you know, more creative than ever in the situation, putting out more content than ever. And, and maybe they brought a piece of their, their business online or they, they were in a position already to, to be well positioned for this and they're doing it amazing. And then of course, there's, there's businesses going under, there's people in, in live sound, God bless them, who literally have zero events and everything. So there's a huge spectrum of stuff going on right there. So we talked about that. We also talked about, you know, for those people that do have day jobs like Ryan and I, where we are in an office or out and about, going from that into working from home, some of the things that are are good about it and bad about it, and then some ways to manage that well. So that was last episode between Ryan and I. Tonight, I wanted to take a second to to take a piece of that and really blow it up a little bit for people, because I think it's something that is now a reaction that has to happen right now for some short-term wins in your small business and your creative, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, there's, there's something that we need to react to really quickly right now. And obviously as the situation's fluid continue to, to react with, but 
Also, I want to talk about long tail effects and what I, this is all my opinion, you know, and I've never seen anything like this. I'm also only 28 and haven't seen a ton of shit in my life, but I also have some beliefs of how this will long tail affect people. And I wanted to kind of get people's minds in that way too, if they weren't thinking about it yet. So today I wanted to talk about going digital now, okay? Which in 2020 sounds really kind of dumb to say that because we have had technology and really used it and integrated it in our lives in so many ways for quite a while now that it's a little silly, especially for for those growing up with technology to kind of say, let's go digital now. It It sounds a little cheesy, but I think that what we can all agree on from the situation is seeing how so many mom and pop, so many uh, large companies, there's Fortune 500 companies that that are not, that don't have the right tools for this and, and we're still functioning in a very older way. So I think we can all agree that this is really exposing the need for digital, not only for now, but for the future. So, you know, a few episodes back, I think I did another solo one saying, hey, go start a podcast right now. And that was really about just in, you know encouraging people to have consistent type of creative or consistent content that they're creating, not even necessarily a podcast really, but just something that they're making consistently because that's just a new form of marketing. And now it's the new norm for marketing piece of every single company and every single small business and creative. It's really how people are, are thriving this is kind of the same circumstances where this is now and kind of has been the new norm. And I think that it was a weakness in, you know, current times uh, of us, definitely a weakness of me and, and other people, despite, you know, I consider myself a pretty digital person. I think this still exposed a weakness in me and my creative and my business as well. And I want us all to you know, really go after it. So, you know, the first thing that I want to just say is right now, this is showing it does not matter what you do, what industry, what vertical, what business that you're doing. You know, you're a musician, you're an artist. It doesn't matter what you do at all. doesn't matter if you're mom and pop, Fortune 500, you have to be digital right now. You 100% have to be digital. We don't know how much time we're going to be hanging out indoors and people are going to be staying away from each other. You know, obviously certain industries are are really hurting more than others that can strengthen out a little bit longer from the way that they function. You know, and that's a natural thing that happens when the economy dips. There are certain businesses that are bread or their their service or their offering is something that is more tailored for life in that environment, but doesn't matter what it is. So say you're a restaurant, we're watching restaurants do, you know, obviously takeout, but there are some that are doing more takeout than they used to. But really more importantly, I I have seen a craft brewer near me with a van delivering beer to people. And there are still people that buy can releases who are now still getting deliveries of, you know, a pallet of friggin' beer, right? I'm seeing mom and pop, small cafes, small diners, things that, you know, you're still going to pay cash only at 
right? That type of deal, that vibe. They are literally delivering food, which is just unheard of. And it's a piece of their business that they never got before. You can argue that with some of those businesses, the overhead for drivers and whatnot might not be worth it. But at the end of the day, you know, so many people are now getting that convenience. And we'll talk about that a little bit later that they are going to really want that of you regardless of what type of business you have. So for me, I'm an audio engineer. I talked a little bit on on the last episode. I finally got some software up up and running right now that allows my clients to be able to take all the files that they record in their house, upload them directly to this software, which allows me to download them directly to me so I can mix it. I can master it. I've been doing Zoom sessions with people and phone calls with them to talk about what they need to be doing for input gain staging to make sure we're getting a good signal, talking about their space, seeing their space with things. I've been doing that with my day job to be able to meet with customers, have them show me situations to be able to sell them product. And these are things that we could have done for the longest time. Like Zoom's been around for a while, it's phenomenal. Skype's been out forever. FaceTime, like we've had the tools to do these communications and these little micro interactions and meetings and take that not as just a a light passing or a way to have fun with someone, but actually use it as a tool to move things in society that now is a serious thing. I, I can have a, a, a serious Zoom call. You know, like I said, with any of this stuff, people have been doing this forever, but now it's like, Every little tiny business is kind of getting their teeth into that. So I want to talk about like short-term fix before we get into any of the long stuff. And the short-term fix is, you know, we're we're all got smacked in the face with this. Everyone in America, I'm sure, like despite everything you've read, we're really getting hit with this really a fluid situation of not being prepared, I would say. That's my opinion, is just as a country, I don't I don't think we were prepared. But nonetheless, in your business, in your band, in your creative, in whatever it is that you're doing, there's a certain amount of freak out time that we get. I talked about it last week. There's a certain amount of time that you get to have because shit is hard. And there are people like I am grateful for what I have. There are people suffering way, way more than I am. I'm, I'm lucky to have what I have. But you have the right to, to react negatively and, and get upset and and freak out at the moment but the short term thing that has to happen in the digital space is obviously what can i do based off of what i've been doing in my reputation and what my customers know of me and my brand and what i offer right now to get digital very quickly like these restaurants or like this audio thing or what can i do right now to pivot within days like 2 3 days stay up all night and get something done if you have literally zero of anything to get revenue in what can i do immediately to offer something digitally i don't know every single business out there i've interviewed a lot of amazing people on here but maybe i'm a guitar teacher and my music school just went under i can teach guitar online there's people who are touring that teach guitar through zoom right now i i think i said this in the last episode but the other week, my wife down in Tennessee, she's back with me right now. So we've got a super full house. She's actually hanging out in here. Down in Tennessee was part of a yoga studio 
And real quick, before we get to the rest of these parts right here, I mixed in Zumba and yoga a bunch in my verbiage, but just know the whole time I'm talking about a yoga studio. For whatever reason in my notes, I wrote Zumba and I interchanged that throughout this next part a million times, but it's called The Yoga Nook, Middlesbrough, Kentucky, and it's a yoga studio. There's zero Zumba that I've talked about tonight. Sorry, I'm an idiot. And she isn't in a city in Tennessee. She is out in the Smokies of Tennessee in the absolute god-awful middle of nowhere. And she was part of a yoga studio there. Who would ever suspect that a yoga studio in the middle of the Smoky Mountains would ever have a digital offering or ever find a way to function if people don't go in and do friggin' yoga? How? They immediately when this shit started happening and they saw they're they're very student focused so they saw the school goes their clientele it's a high end offering okay so they're they're they they have high end lessons they're a high pay for these yoga lessons it's not not reasonable but she's living in a or lower income part of the country where you have this high end offering so for where we're at in New England or where wherever you're at where there's like a higher income you know norm that I would still consider at this point like a higher pay for for some yoga lessons monthly all right so you have high pay in a low income place with all of its main demographic completely gone within days with no notice if you're a business out there right now or you're a musician like that, or whatever it is that you do right now, and that just happened, where your market just disappeared like that, like that shit's happening left and right. You have days to react and create something digital to move and get income from what you already do. So this yoga studio impressed the living shit out of me because it's, I'm, you know, I'm sure they're not they're obviously hurting from that. It's still people canceled their lessons, but to really go after these cancellation rates to not just be like, wow, I'm screwed. My, my whole market is gone. This is not my fault. I couldn't have uh, prevented it. All of it true. You, it's not your fault. Couldn't have seen it. You didn't do anything wrong. You were completely right to open up a yoga studio. All of it was really smart business. And from what I can see from outside view, but instead of just being sad and angry at it and just being like looking out the window, hoping that someone will come in to do yoga, they immediately, immediately found a way to pivot through Zoom and using Spotify for their music and, and sharing the Spotify playlist with each individual person to be able to do on their own time and replicate. And they immediately transformed to offer Zoom Zumba to all these people to go after canceled memberships. And to be honest, guys, like I was on this with her, I joined in for, you know, for one of them. I don't know what the offerings were initially. I'm sure that she bled some customers, but there were a lot of friggin' people on that Zumba uh, live stream. And there are a lot that she was mentioning and being grateful for that stuck around that are paying for those memberships. And she's still paying for her lease, I'm sure. But maybe she has less physical, you know, she did hut Zumba, right? So now she doesn't have to turn up the heat and pay for that heat there, right? People can do that in their own space and they're paying for it or they cannot do it at all. 
So she's probably got a little bit of overhead that went down, probably a lot of other things that she used to attack her own overhead right now. And then she still saves so many memberships. And there's people in different situations that are now quarantined or they're working from home. There are people that didn't have access to her Zumba offering that are now joining. So within a two or three day pivot, she did something to help save revenue that was leaving, help grow revenue back. I don't know where she's at to be on there, but grow revenue back. And then if it was me going into the future, I probably wouldn't get rid of that. I would probably continue to offer that because it's it's a new revenue stream that I didn't offer before that I found out there are people now paying a subscription to be on and that's phenomenal. And so if you're a business or someone that's doing something that just got smacked in the face and you offered nothing digital before, you have two or three days to do something really quickly to take lemons and turn them into lemonade. Doesn't have to be perfect, but you got to stop the bleeding. You need to find a way to get some income in and you need to get things that are a way that people can get them. If you have something that was completely reliant on people coming to get it physically, you need to find a way that they can digitally access what it is that you need them to get at. I look at, um, I mean, this is a lot of fitness stuff. I know I talked about my audio stuff, but I also like, here's another example is, you know, my personal trainer has been doing an online program for a long time with his clients where they sign up, they get personalized lessons based off of what they're trying to achieve and what he's done with them in the past. And that emails them out like things to like keep them on task with the schedule that they want to do. He has that. And then he had physical. He took a huge, huge blow. If you're listening, Jake, I love you, man. But huge blow of physical when gyms are shutting down here in New Hampshire. There's no doubt. Like he, like it's, it's not, it's not a joke. That's a lot of people obviously do personal training in person, but there's a lot of online work that he has been growing that is bringing something in for him. And then he's going to pivot in different ways. So once again, I really just want to reiterate to you guys, if you haven't had anything digital, now is the time to get something in place, just at least get a quick fix. And then obviously work on more. So now I want to start talking about convenience. And this relates pretty much to that quick fix that you want to do. And this also relates back, if you ever listen to my episode and my video on reducing friction, it's very similar. Where So if you haven't seen that, sorry to the people that have seen it, but just as a quick, quick intro in on it, I'm really about this thing of, am I doing something that's creating or reducing friction in everything that I do? If the answer is I am creating friction somehow, you know, I'm sending an email, it's a little too long, or I'm, I'm doing something that's a way that someone doesn't want to communicate with me. I like it better, but so I'm going to just force them to use, I don't know, something, some type of software or something. It's just not what they do and it makes their life harder then you are you are creating a no for you most likely or you're making it less likely that you're going to achieve the results that you're getting. So right now you want to think about convenience. Convenience is is allowing people people are still buying convenience and they're never going to stop buying convenience. Do you offer something that is convenient for someone to do right now? 
So if they are in their house, they can't go out. They're in a place where it's like, uh, you can't go out unless you're completely essential. So like, are you offering something that's convenient for them? If you're not offering something that can get delivered to them digitally or physically, or you're not offering something that is making their life easier to do or making their life easier in the circumstances they're in, that is what is selling right now is, are you a grocery store that delivers food right now? That is unbelievable. Are you a, like I said, restaurant delivering food? Are you some type of entertainment service that's now offering something to people at home? Like the movie theaters have just pivoted a little bit where they said, F it, if movie theaters are closed, we're going to give you a way to buy a premium to pay for movies that are in theaters right now for you on your couch. Is it convenient for me? Yes. I. It's not convenient to go to a movie theater right now to see what's in theaters because there's no theaters open. Is it convenient for me when I'm stuck in my house and I have to be in my house to watch a movie that's in theaters on my couch? Will I pay that for convenience? I will pay it for convenience. Yes, I will pay it for convenience. So not to dwell on that too much because I think you guys get the point, but are you offering something that's convenient when you make that digital solution? Is it convenient for the person to do it? Because now think about how many other people are about to come into your space right now and offer something that's convenient and digital so that they can get revenue. If you're the least convenient option, you have the shittiest software that you've used to do that or the most amount of steps that it takes them to do that, you're going to lose. That's that's the way that it is in the real world. Are you the gas station that is a right turn, left turn, right turn? Or are you the gas station that I'm able to just swing in from the highway and swing back off? People know that the gas is more expensive at that gas station. They're still paying for it. They're never going to stop, right? That's just how people are. That's how I am. Now let's look at long-term effect. And I'm not going to spend too much more time for this episode, but Let's look at long-term effect. So there's two things that I want to talk about on long-term. One is going to be take a peek at demographics because demographics are about to get a little murkier. Demographics are going to get a little murky, people. Demographics are never perfect. And that is like, what's your target market? Who's your main customer? If you were to picture like 100 customers for the thing that you create, what do most of them look like? consuming for content? What are they reading? Are they reading, right? What's your, your avatar and your ideal customer? That is going to change a little bit right now. And it's going to be a little bit harder to pinpoint some of these people, I think, after this is all over. Like we're talking four, six months out or whenever this, this god-awful thing is over. People will be less clear to try to guess at the way that they're going to be because I was talking about this with my wife and she made a good point. She said, between my mom and my dad, my dad has an Amazon you know, shopping cart list for years. I, I can, my dad buys more shit on Amazon than I have in my life. It's like unbelievable. As a 28-year-old, my dad being 62 or three buys more shit on Amazon than I do at this point, right? So the, the, the lines have already started getting a little blurred. And once again, that ties back convenience where demographics are starting to do more things than they, they weren't assumed before. Like people say an, an, old, an older person might be more old school. They might shop at brick and mortar more. They might not want to order all their things online. You know, they might not consume as much Netflix. They might have cable. Some of these things 
are now going to be fragmented. And that's really where we're going to get into long tail is I want you to think about that short stuff that we talked about earlier. If you're in that situation, because I want you to succeed through this and find ways to adapt and live and breathe your creative life through all this. But I don't want anyone to be naive to the fact that what is happening right now is most certainly changing the entire world and what it's going to do, I think, and this is all speculation for me, but I I really believe it, is we're fundamentally shifting into the next stage of human uh, communities right now, which is really going to be taking that digital into the mainstream in every way. So a lot of these things, this this grand scale of of digital offerings that you're creating right now and that everyone's creating, different ways to communicate, different ways that we we believe, you know, now a FaceTime can be a meeting, right? Whereas before that would be taboo, that wouldn't be professional. People are are fundamentally going to be different after this is over and the way that they consume. So long-term effect, there are things that will go back to normal, right? You'll still be able to go to that diner and pay cash. You'll still be able to go out to the bar and not order that craft beer to you. You can go to a can release. Like shit is going to go back. There's a lot of things that people love about human history and things that we've created over hundreds of thousands of years. There's a lot of things that are going to go back to normal. You know, going to the gym is not going to go out of fashion, but Will more people do personal fitness, you know, trainers online? Are more people going to be doing, you know, teledoc and telemedicine moving forward? Are are more people going to get food delivered to their house than they ever did before? If you're living in a city, sure. But like I live in rural New Hampshire. This is the first friggin' time I've ever been able to get as much food as I can delivered to my house. It's the first time it's ever happened. Will that go back? I don't know. Probably not. People people are going to buy it, obviously, for months now, but like long-term effects, long tail, I think that business owners are going to discover and be forced into these new revenue streams they didn't realize they could do until they had to do it. Now they've done it. And now at this point, like we're talking, I don't know when this is, once again, that I'm super unaware of, but it's over. Things have gone back to normal. Everything's back to normal. People are still going to want that shit business owners and creatives, like I'm a musician, live streaming a concert or something like that, that they're not going to stop doing things that were working either. It's going to be both. It's going to be an and thing. We're not, people aren't an either an or type of thing. We're not an or type of company, right? We, we are an and type of thing. We, we want both. We want our cake and we want to eat it too. We want both things out there, right? So I want you to think about those two things, like I said, is that, you know, the demographics, your market, your target market, they're less defined and you really can't expect that they're going to react and, and buy and shop the same ways that they used to because so many older generations are going to now be forced digital and love some stuff. So many younger generations might even want to go back and do less stuff digital because they've been so house crammed. I don't know, but you need to not judge those those demographics or those target customers or your ideal avatar the same way that you read in your book in college even right now because they're not the same they will not be the same in 5 months from now they're different people 
the de- the demographics will shop differently. Marketing will have to be different. Things are going to shift from that. And then we need to look at long tail society and consumption is all of that is going to be different now too. And while we can go back to a lot of amazing things that we love, go open up your small shop again. Go go get all this up and running. I'm not downplaying any of that. I want to be in studio with people. I feed off of people. And I'm feeling isolated being in my house for two or three weeks now, not even. I'm going to be back in the studio with people, but will I go back from allowing people to work with me online? No, absolutely not. Will artists want to just record at their house because now they've figured out how to and then send it online? Absolutely. That's been happening, but now everyone will have that as a a standard. People's standards will change. And if you're the person or the company that goes back all the way, so like you just did something to get through this, whatever you did do, maybe you didn't get digital, maybe you went and got a day job, you know, maybe you did some other thing and pivoted. I don't know. If you're the person or business that operated in a way, found some way to get through it, and then tries to go back to that exact same way after something that's happened to the planet that has never happened for like many, many different people that are alive right now. It's never happened in their life. And they're uh, most people, right? If you go back to the same ways and literally do not change at all and recognize that this will fundamentally change the way that people are, you will lose. So sorry to be so ranty. It's kind of hard not to be when you're literally just one person and I'm not cool like Ryan and do voice acting to at least make it sound like I'm having a conversation with someone and make like a another voice or something like that. This is just straight up my, you know, somewhat bassy, somewhat nasally voice uh, from my room straight up for 30 minutes sounds like. So I will, uh, I feel soapboxy, but that's how I solo podcast. That's how it can get, ha- you know, get done. But uh, tomorrow night, we are going to be hanging out. This is for you, Instagram. Tomorrow night, we're going to be hanging out with Simon Pellet once again from Music on Your Own Terms podcast. We're going to talk about some more of this stuff, probably, and some different things as well. A little bit less soapboxy than this. And then next week, we're going to be hanging out with Ryan Sullivan, who is a rapper, who is a marketer, helps people start up some podcasts. DJ. He's done a lot of different things. He's from New Jersey, not too far away from New York City. And we're going to talk with him. And I still haven't picked out what we're talking about yet. I just linked up with him on a ton of different things that we had in common, knew that we would jive well. And uh, looking forward to sharing that with you guys next week on Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern at Dave Wake Up on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening. Stay safe out there. Grow your business. And I don't know. Do okay. Do the best you can. Tons of love to you. Thanks.